Greetings and welcome to Myth Takes, an actual play podcast in season one currently going through Monster of the Week. We are halfway through Angel Out in the Field, a play on Angel in the Outfield, and it is a arc that features a one-on-one quest, meaning it's just myself, Colin Parker, your keeper, your uh, pod boss, your best friend, and today also your bearer of bad news you have a flat tire sorry um better call triple a and also with me is our angel that's out in the field lucy played by graham hello graham i'm sorry to inform you your irs form has been uh, denied um and i'm investigating you for your taxes for last year so sorry to put that on you um the biggest scam in the world is the fact that they know the number you need to turn uh-huh. in and you go, can you just tell me what it is? And they go, no, yep. figure it out yourself. That's rough. <laughs> anyway, um, you know what's also rough mm. is the state of the world um, or the state of things, rather. Uh, world in game or world in IRL? We're both. You know what? Both. All yeah, right. Both, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, so here is where we left off, though. So, Lucy, you had some hunches that you were kind of following up on. You had a couple loose ends that you've been sort of going over almost like that. I think we've made this joke before, but a little bit like that Charlie Day meme from um, It's Always Sunny, right, where you have like a board and you've got all these, you know, pictures and these like little snippets and these things and thread running and you're just sort of constantly like standing there and ranting to kind of whoever will listen. And usually it's really not anyone, but still you are out there and you're making these um, big, bold moves and What's you're that move? looking or, for things. What's that mean? What's that? Is it Peter Sylvia or uh... Pepe Sylvia? Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> yeah. Pennsylvania. Oh my God. Anyway, I love, I love that joke. Like, like jokes like that no, are such a good payoff. Where it turns out it's just like they're so illiterate, you know? Yes. Oh, it's good stuff. Anyway, so um, you followed a certain hunch and followed certain clues that you had found uh, your last time out in the field. Yep. And you went back to Washington. You went to the Forest Fighters' main headquarters where you found it abandoned in pretty bad disrepair, really. Uh, and all you found was Zeke. You had a confrontation with Zeke. Zeke did shoot you. Uh, you did knock him out cold, um, pretty good, a couple hits away from death, but you know he, he'll, be, he'll be fine. He can walk it off. Um, and you found a couple clues, uh, which lead you to the state of Wyoming. But where the episode left off, the kind of like cliffhanger thing was you disappeared. The last thing that we saw was Zeke sitting at the bar and Brandon seemingly appearing from the ether and uh, wanting to have a little word with Zeke. Um, you know, he said that he didn't look well and looked like maybe he could use a bite. So that is where we left off. And so within this episode, um, I'm going to just assume that because we've talked about, you know, your travel habits and everything like that, I don't think we need to narrate the process of getting Lucy to Wyoming. Mm -hmm. Um, and just sort of for the sake of time, um, because I never really fully gave any full answers as to like where in Wyoming things were, uh, cause 
one of the big things of the way that my sheet for my personal notes works is I kind of have different options for depending on what you researched or depending on what you were looking for, it might take you to different places in the United States, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I never really fully set out in stone in that episode where you were going just because I wanted to have those options fully open and we would sort of explore those once we got there. Um, So you have been following all of your clues. It's been a couple more days and uh, kind of following a trail of, you know, of sort of uh, onslaught a little bit and some uh, some more subtle clues, actually. I'm going to say that, say that differently. Following some sort of pretty subtle clues, but you know exactly what you're looking for. By now, not only are you a divine, but you are truly a seasoned hunter at this point. And you're out there in the field making headway, and you have tracked down something or someone. You're not quite sure what yet. But you have certainly been following this path, and it has led you to this uh, extremely secluded place between, I believe it's pronounced Lay Lake. It's spelled L-E-I-G-H, so I'm imagining it's Lay. Yeah. Um, it could be Lee, um, but... We're lying. I, actually, I bet you it is Lee. Whatever, I'm just going to say by Lee Lake, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And um, it's kind of like right in between Lay Lake and... I just said it differently, huh? It's just between Lee Lake and Westhorn Mountain. You are... You've been traveling, you've been following things, you follow your path, and you find yourself in the middle of the woods once again. It seems that once a forest fighter, perhaps always a forest fighter, right? And you find yourself just sort of, not necessarily lost, but... Completely surrounded by woods, somewhere between Lee Lake and Westhorn, the mountain, uh, or the set of mountains called Westhorn. What do you do? So at this point, I'm just following my hunch, right? And for the record, I did look mm-hmm. it up. It, it is Lee Lake. You're right. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just following a hunch, right? Like I, that, that, that's my only real lead. There's nothing else. Well, th- there was also, I mean, you found, um, you had found like, uh, like a piece of lettering kind of thing from mm-hmm. from Wyoming. It was addressed from a like ranger station from the Grand Teton National Park. Okay. Um, which is where you're in right now. So you've been just sort of wandering this park trying to find either that that um that station or perhaps someone that works there or whatever. But seemingly the entire place is just quiet. All you've seen are wildlife, trees and, um, you know, some running water. In Buffalo. Um, or is that too far? Are north? there Buffalo in Grand Teton National Park? Probably probably not in, like, forest areas. I think they're more plain ones. Right, yeah, yeah, so then no. Okay. That would be cool. Okay, well, then yeah, I guess... A, uh, a, like, a, like a war buffalo, basically? Yeah, or just a giant, big, fuzzy, like, cow. I don't know, for whatever reason, I feel like Lucy would be like, yo, that's, that's tight. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't say it like that. No, that's a Graham thing. For sure. <laughs> um, and I guess then, um, I'm assuming that I'm heading towards like a ranger station, or I'm trying to like find a, a some sort of description of the area around, what mm-hmm. landmarks, 
I mean, who inhabit? Is this just like a national park? Are there like hikers? Like, do people actually live out here? Is that a thing? Why would people want to be out here? Mm -hmm. right. Gotta, gotta. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll tell you this. There should be people camping, and once again, it's just yeah. empty. Okay. No campers. No campers. Mm. Okay. Um. Then I guess I'm heading towards that ranger station, or I'm heading towards. Because I'm assuming it's the type of thing where, like, the ranger station is just sort of like if hikers are coming through and you want to send a postcard being like, hey, look, I, I did this cool hiking adventure. Look, I'm out here. I sent a postcard from this whatever. Like, it's just the place where people come through or it's like a point of interest, right? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll make my way to that. Okay. Uh, so you travel for a while uh, and... Here's a quick question for you, Graham. Yeah. Does Lucy change out of her suit at all? Does she change out of her high heels at all? Or is she trekking the yeah. wildlife still in, like, business attire? In this situation where it's, like, if she knew she was going... If she specifically knew that she was going to, like, a ranger station out in the middle of nowhere, in the woods, nowhere, civilization nowhere to be found. Yeah, she, she would slip into, like, some... I don't sneakers or like but she would still be like business casual maybe not like business form mm. but like um but yeah no, no no she went she wouldn't be in full like she's in like this is this is like a whatever white collar person enjoying enjoying their weekend out hiking and stuff where it's just like an excuse for them to take photos and whatnot. but uh yeah yeah, yeah. sneakers business casual to blend in, does Lucy then have a camera on, like, hanging, like, around her neck or something? She'll have, like, a camelback with water, of course. Um, mm -hmm. Nah. Uh, I'm trying to think if she would care about photography at all. She would only have a camera if she was actually, like, into, like, picturesque scenes and, like, recording. Nah, nah, she's, if anything, well, she's... Well, I wasn't sure if that was, like, part of, like, her investigation stuff. You know what I mean? I yeah. wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I wasn't sure, like, I wasn't sure if it was, like, notes only or if it was, like, TJ taught me what a cell phone is and that mm -hmm. there's a camera. I don't understand nah, this, but... that that that's... Um, well, actually, oof. I forgot. You do have a cell phone because that's how Hank has messaged you when you're in the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that does make phone. sense. Um, yep. Right. And she's like, TJ told me that there's a camera, but I don't understand how it works. And it's always because you always have your thumb in front of it. Like, <laughs> it's just always dark. I don't get it. Yeah, it's like, I, um, I don't know what the point is. Like, what's the point of taking a photo when you just go there and see it? Like she's anything, right, exactly, she's like yeah. writing things down as she's walking around. Like she's that sort of sure. environmentalist. Yeah. Um, it is getting late. The sun has not quite set, but you can see the sun setting. You are walking towards the sun, and you find the ranger station. Okay. What do you do? Um. So you're setting like a nice little scene, like it's dusk, sun setting, strolling up on the ranger station. I'm probably just gonna walk up and. I mean, so what sort of station we're talking? Is like a little like hut out in the middle of the wilderness, or is it like a giant tower where they're like doing like, like forest fire spotting and stuff? So it is. Um, it's kind of like a half and half, right? Okay. So what you have is is you sort of have like a little. Uh, not quite a shed, 
but it is kind of like almost like an information station, right? Where you could tell that it has like one of those little, almost like those half like uh, garage doors, like a concession stand almost, right? Like little, like the yeah. things that like kind of fold down, um, with a, a little door that goes into it, and it's it's pretty small. It's probably got enough room for maybe two people to sit around, um, like a mini fridge, a desk, uh, and then like some supplies kind of thing, and then. Like uh, the out, then there's an outhouse out out in there, because um, there's no, you know. Yeah, they were. Uh, I, well, I don't know. There's probably some sort of plumbing, but like, not frequent. You know, I know. There's there's definitely not plumbing. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, about that. Anyway, so, um, there's you know there's an outhouse out there, mm. um, but then, definitely the bigger spot would be. Wait, hang on. I gotta think about this. Actually, narratively, what would make more sense? Okay, I'm gonna change everything I just said. I just realized that narratively there there would be something different. Okay, so when you roll up, this is what you see. You see a kind of basically what looks like a log cabin, right? Um, it is probably three, maybe four rooms, and it is definitely like a space where there's a much larger kind of front room area um, with larger windows in the front. Uh, so you can tell that's probably some sort of station and place for people to meet or something like that. Uh, but then with some very clear space in the back for people to stay. Um, okay. And then uh, not that far away from it, maybe about, let's say, 100 yards away, uh, there is a kind of like a two-person tower that people probably take uh, some shifts going up there. Uh, so you're assuming that it's probably like bunk bed sort of situation okay. in this place. Probably someone stays up there all night. And then the, the rest of them stay down there and they, you know, swap around. Um, so it's not super close, but it is like a thing of like, you could get to the tower if you needed to. Like, you know, it wouldn't be that big of a stretch to get there in, in a quick amount of time. Yeah, yeah, or people, yeah, like you said, they, they, they stay in the actual ranger station themselves, but then they, mm -hmm. it's like a formal setup with right. all the amenities and um, stuff. Then, yeah, yeah. And the final thing to to dictate, which I, I you know, don't want you to forget either, is that you know there's it's mostly like dirt paths and stuff like that around here, uh, but there is right in front of the building, of uh, the the one small stretch of kind of like off dirt path roading, kind of thing where there is a little bit of a not exactly parking lot, but like almost like a little C turn or U turn. What is it? What are those things called? You know those like those archways that are in front of buildings. That people can kind of park along, but they can also use that to sort of turn around. Yeah, so you, know you don't block about? people in. Yeah, yeah, Right, yeah, yeah. So it's like that. There's like a, like a spot circle, like that. But in front of someone's Kind of, house. but it's like a half one, you know, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. goes just a little bit off the road, and then it kind of turns back around. Um, and there is a Jeep there. Okay. Oh, people are home. Okay. Um, okay, so then with that... Um, and the Jeep's, like, basically parked out front. Mm-hmm. At a glance. Ah. Uh, just a Jeep. Nothing, nothing fun about it. I mean, I'm not going to, like, go, like... <laughs> no, it's just it's just a standard a thing. And, like, it has the, the logo for, like, the Grand Teton okay. National Park on the side. Like, like, Forest Ranger type thing. Okay. All right, cool. Um, then... I'll just go ahead and 
walk up into the ranger station. I don't want to be too suspicious, I guess. <laughs> sure. Uh, you pull on the door, and it is locked. Um, okay. Um, is there a side door, back door? Um, sure, yeah. I mean, you can walk around the side of the building um, mm-hmm. towards, like, the back door. Uh, you get to that door. It is also locked. For the watchtower, is there a light or is there anything up there that makes it? Um, you know, with the sun setting, right? So, like, the sun is setting based on, like, how you kind of got there. Again, mm-hmm. like, you were kind of walking towards it. But to get to the tower, the sun is now a little bit to your left. Okay. Um, looking up into the tower, there's no light on in there. Um, there is still technically sunlight coming from, you know, from the outside. So... You could imagine that they might not have a light on just yet, but there's yeah. no mm-hmm. sign of movement or, like, light or anything like that in the tower. Okay. All right. Well, the next one I'm over here. Uh, go look at the Jeep. Put my hand on the hood. Okay. The hood warm. Uh, Does it feel like the car has been running recently? No. In fact, it feels like, you know, again, it's it's not exactly a cold season, right? So, like, the only heat that you can get from it is just probably what the sun would have given it. It's not yep. like it's been running. It's, you know, um, in fact, if you look at it, like, it is dusty, uh, mostly from the dirt road, but it... Yeah, yeah. it you get that from just normal it's, usage. Yeah, it's just been, it's just been there. All right. Well... I don't know if I want to break in yet. Nah, I'm going to break in. Okay. Um, okay. At a glance, what is the easiest way to get in? Is it breaking out a door? Is it opening a window? Busting a window? You could probably just break the front door. Like, basically, it's... um, I mean, again, it, it like you, you have kind of like a larger window front, but yep. it is technically still kind of like a cabin, so um, you have basically just like a, a wooden door with some... Uh, glass panels on it that if you just knocked out one of the panes, you could easily just reach in, unlock the top, and uh, open the door that way. Okay. Well, before I do that, I will announce my presence. I will knock on the door. And uh, just do the typical, like, hey! And anyone, anyone here? Hello? And wait like a minute. You don't hear anything. There's no, there's no response. All right, cool. Uh, then uh, I'm just going to break in then. <laughs> you know, you got to give okay. me a little courtesy. like. <laughs> sure. No, no, that's that's perfect. I'm not going to make you roll yep. for it or anything like that. Mm. I mean, it's a door. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's going to happen? You're going to... It's going to give me a sponsor. Lucy, a divine, is going to punch a glass pane and go, Ow, it yep. didn't mm-hmm. break. Mm, I'm done. No, it, it, it shatters easily. Cool. Um, and so you unlock the door and you walk in. Cool. Um, um, you are now standing in the, 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 the front area, right? The kind of foyer. Mm-hmm. There is definitely, like I said, since it's like a space that is to one side, there's like a little kitchen. There's a little bit of like a table area where people would clearly eat. Uh, but there is kind of also like a little information kiosk type situation. Um, you see like a little hutch kind of like thing. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but like one of those things that like probably holds a couple things of keys in it. Um, 
it is closed, um, but it is sitting on the counter there uh, next to like a computer that is off. Um, no, no blinking lights or anything like that. Uh, and it's just, uh, it's very dusty in here. Okay. That's not good. Um, is there like a, like a, a calendar anywhere with like a schedule or anything? Like, like does it seem like an active office type of thing? Sure. Uh, yeah, there, there is a calendar. Cool. Um, let's see. Oh gosh. I didn't think about this. I gotta think about what, um, like, are there just like a couple, uh, like, like initials on there, like, whatever, KYH? Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, maybe this might be a little bit easier to tell. Uh, there is a clock in station. Okay. Uh, and if you were to look at them, yep. you would notice that the last clock in that was registered um, was about two and a half weeks ago. Okay. And is there someone supposed to be scheduled for right now? Uh, that you probably wouldn't know, unfortunately. I think I think yeah. the only reason why you wouldn't know is because, like the the last calendar that you can see up, is from the previous month. Okay. So there should be a schedule, but there is not. Okay. So it's either no one has come up here during their supposed times, or people take like whatever three or two and a half plus week shifts, which. That's possible. Feasible. It's like a long shift. Hmm. Interesting. It Come. is springtime, by the way. You know, like, so just to preface this time period. Um, oh, that's peak forest fire season. Mm-hmm. So there should be someone there. I, yeah, I have no idea when that is. It's probably actually uh, the if, worst. Peak forest fire is probably like late summer. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine so, but, you know. You're, you're looking at all this stuff, and you're wandering around. Yes, and now, yeah, now, now I'm starting to look for, like, forest fire stuff. Like, all right. The, uh, the wrong so, people are clearly here. Right. So uh, you open up yep. a, like, a, like a locker, basically, right? Like, there's a, um, there is a locker kind of, like, in that front room area behind the kiosk section. And um, there's not a lot of light left from the sun, right, as mm-hmm. it's setting. Um, but... What you do see in that kind of dimly lit room is there is a jacket hanging up that has the uh, the like national park insignia and stuff like that on the like on the, the, the lapel not lapel what's that like over the chest right you know like an embroidered thing um, yeah. there's also the same mark on one of the arms as well um, however on the back is, a, is another patch that you are very familiar with now. And it is that of the forest fighters. Okay. So that jeep belt front, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk over... What's, like, the nearest sharp thing? It's, like, a screwdriver. I know there's shards of glass, but that's not, that's not very useful. Um... um is there a convenient, like, butter knife or, like, someone was, like, I mean, chopping up an for apple? For sure. Or... I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, you know, in the kitchen area, there's definitely Perfect. cutlery and stuff like that. I'm going to grab a generic sharp item. We'll say whatever. We'll say, like, a, a knife. And I'm going to go and pop their tires. 
Okay, you can do that. Do you not want to use your sword? Nah, no. Okay, I was just thinking it's worth my sword. Jeez. Okay, sure, sure. I was just like, I was like, I wonder where he's going with this. And then you said that, and I was like, you know, you have a, you do have a sharp weapon on you at all times. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So. You okay? You do that. Like I'm, I'm not even gonna make you roll for that either. Um, cool. You You're do in this here with me now. Pretty much. You do this, and um, you know, again, like so when you when you were walking up, yep. The sun was not yet below the horizon, or even mm. touching the horizon. Yep. But it was barely hanging above it. Yep. Um, as you've wandered throughout the house and walked around the side and all this other yep. stuff, and you've walked throughout out. the space. It has started to dip below. Okay. Um. You slash the tire. Perfect. And I slash like three, and, three out of their four tires. Right. Because otherwise insurance covers it. Um, exactly. And see, they probably have at least one spare. So now they're screwed. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you, you do this. Perfect. And uh, do you keep the knife on you? Do you just drop it on the floor? What do you do? Like, uh, um, oh, shoot. I can't leave it. Put evidence. it through the hood? No, 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 no. Then, then insurance will actually maybe cover it. Um, uh, sure. Uh, I'll take it back to the kitchen. No, no, no. I'll put it back in the kitchen where I found it. Sure. Um, So you put it back in the kitchen. Yep. And you drop it into the uh, drawer. drawer. And as you do, you look back up through the window and watch as there's maybe 5% of the sun left, basically. Mm -hmm. At this point, you pretty much just see that, like, basically the ring of light that happens from the sun. It's not even the actual sun anymore, right? It's just the the last bit of afterglow that's kind of peeking out from behind the mountains and behind the tree line. But you know that the sun is no longer there. Yep. And um, it's, like I said, it's, it's spring, but it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It's... Now without the sunlight and everything like that, it's yeah, uh, up in the mountains. High yeah, you're, you're exactly you're you're feeling that that uh, nippiness, um, and uh, you're standing in this room again. Like it's pretty exposed. Like the kitchen area is, is something that you can see almost all of from that you know front door. Um, did you close the door back behind you when you step back inside, or is the door open? What is it? It's probably still open. Okay, um, so the door is just open. There's a little bit of shattered glass on the floor. Yep. Um, Can I look at the, you, uh, the, the, the watchtower thing? Are the lights still up there? Are the lights starting to turn on? The lights are still off. Okay. Um, and you feel a breeze roll through the house. Mm-hmm. Lucy, you know, okay. I understand that in real life, I, Colin Parker, my favorite superhero of all time is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And so not to borrow something from Spider-Man, but I would imagine that as a divine, as someone with otherworldly powers, as someone who is, like I said earlier, a seasoned professional, a seasoned hunter, you're probably advanced enough of a being to know when you're not alone. Hmm. You get it like chilled down your spine type of thing. Exactly. I was just about to say, what happens? Like, how does Lucy feel 
when she knows that the space that she is in might not be safe, might not be empty. I'm not sure what word you want to use here, right? Because, again, you don't necessarily know what's here. But mm. when, when a if space it's... suddenly shifts very drastically, what is that like for Lucy? It's probably like a, like a, like a, when, when, this is going to show I'm a fake fan. But isn't it in Formula One where they do, because ah, NASCAR doesn't do it either. Whatever. During any sort of race, when like all the, the drivers are right at the beginning and it's like the beep, beep, beep. And it's like that, that like that last beep telling you to go. That, that's probably what it is. It's like that, that like, that like go, that rush of adrenaline, that like, now do it hit the acceleration and she probably like summons her sword and it's like that's just her like something's not right here my immediate reaction is to prompt myself for battle or to defend myself (laughs) sure um one moment i I should have asked like does this room actually have like electricity are there lights I'm glad you finally asked. No, yeah. you do not. <laughs> okay. I, I figured. Um, it's a cabin. You, you flick the switch and... Oh, nothing. okay. So there was. Oh. Yeah. So you flick the switch and it's just... And it's it's one of the reasons why it probably is also very chilling, right? Because like when you know that you're not alone, because there is no possible... like. Other than just, like, the outside, you know, just, like, other than, like, the world existing, there is no sound here, right? Like, there's no electricity, no hum of anything. The fridge isn't on. The There's no, like, you know, clock that could potentially have some sort of clicking or ticking or whatever. It's just dead silence, right? Uh, so give me one second. I need to... So, and I mean, I know... I guess like I didn't declare or like we haven't we haven't addressed like all of the stuff that Lucy has like in her mm-hmm. backpack as well as what's in her like alternate portal world. Does she have like a glow lamp or a flashlight? Any sort of just like generic small source of light? Um, I mean I don't know, Graham. Would she have something like that on her? See, and it's like I, I know. We've never like addressed this because I know in general I've only really talked about the portal being like where she stores stores her like sword, her books. But I feel like it wouldn't be because again it's it's like small items. I feel like something mm-hmm. like a flashlight, something just like a generic like, and in fact if anything a screwdriver probably she would have had in there, <laughs> like small just like utility tools. Obviously she wouldn't have like a car or like. A, a, jet ski or it's it's small right. items but something like a yeah like right. a tiny little lamp i feel like it's something that she would have is just like a what i need when i need it it's literally the name mm-hmm. of the thing <laughs> uh yeah um so you can pull that out of you know out of your kind of otherworldly like other dimension sort of situation um okay to sort of kind of the same way that you summon your sword, you know, you just sort mm-hmm. of can reach up and and pull this sort of out of thin air. Uh, and you have a, what, did you say you wanted it to be a flashlight or like a little mini lantern? Yeah, one of those like, 
like lamps that like you hold from the top and the light sort of is just like it's 360. Right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah the yeah. old school. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like something I'm assuming not Mario. gas, right? No. No, no, no. Yeah, I was going to say, because I feel like that would be also a lot. So, yeah, just one of those little like uh, like LED ones or whatever that yeah, you find yeah, nowadays, yeah. yeah. Um, in like an REI or whatever. Yes, exactly. Um, I mean, yep. Lucy 100% shops at REI. That's just pretentious enough. Sure. Uh, not an L.L. Bean type of gal? No, no. That's for, like, fake outdoor people. Mm, I see. Um, <laughs> you can tell that I'm not an outdoorsy person because I know the names of these companies, don't know what they're like at all. Uh, so, yeah, R- yeah, yeah, so you, you want, you... like, $30 pairs of socks? REI. <sighs> sure. Uh, so you, you pull this, you know... Uh, kind of expensive thing that you probably could just get at Walmart for much yeah. cheaper. But oh, absolutely. Instead, you get the the REI version and yeah. you pull it out and it's... We have a budget, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> it's $100. Um, so, oh, sweet. Yeah, so you, yeah, you pull that out and you yep. light your immediate area. Okay. And... If... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, like if, if it's just sort of like a, like a bad feeling type of thing, if, if Lucy's not under immediate... Like danger, she'd probably just put it on that desk and like start rummaging through like the the desk stuff. If like, again, if it's just like a like a like a spidey sense, like a shiver down your spine, it's mm-hmm. nothing is immediately in front, but it's like just a bad feeling. Right. Yeah. She'll she'll summon some light, put some light to, this, to the space, and just sort of go back to what she was doing. There is something very fun to me about the image of. Lucy, who is no longer in business attire, but the sort of casual business, business casual, I mean. Mm -hmm. Then, in one hand, summoning her sword. Yep. And then the other hand, summoning a small Mm -hmm. lantern. Yep. And holding it up to this kind of open space. (laughs) And the soft glow of the sun finally setting goes down and down and down. You stand still for only a minute, maybe two. And you watch as the glow of the room goes from kind of half, you know, orange, red light and a little bit of that mixture of that fluorescent light bulb that you have in your hand to everything outside of the window you can no longer see. It is now just pure darkness because there's no light pollution in an area like this. There's no... There's no major cities. There's nothing to light up the sky other than the stars. Mm-hmm. So it is still kind of now lit, right? There's a little, like, it's clear that, like, it's not an, like an abyss in front of you. But it's not enough light that you could really make anything out. And in your immediate space, everything is kind of dimishly lit uh, yep. by this light. And you still hear nothing but again you know that you are not alone and that you are not alone moment is that thing of to be very clear also about how this feeling hits you lucy to sort of describe how i'm sort of setting up this space for you you don't feel that thing of i'm not alone like immediately it is like a something is not right and like as you pull it out and as you hold it with every passing second, you feel whatever that emotion was that you first felt, 
grow and grow and grow until it's just, it's nothing but that. You are now in an empty space and you are not alone. Um, so for me as a keeper, just to fully sort of play my, place my cards on the table a little bit here. So I always have some moves. I just, they usually don't like, uh, sorry, you usually don't like announce them. You just sort of do them right as a, you know, as a keeper. But basically I have some basic keeper moves that I use and as well as like the monster moves sort of situation. Um, same with like a location. Um, there's, there's all sorts of different moves that, you know, you can sort of pull in your mystery. I can't separate you or anything like that. Uh, but what I'm doing here is kind of like a half and half reveal future badness, reveal off screen badness sort of situation. Um, so essentially you are now in trouble. Um, we're not exactly in the roll initiative type moment, but it is like, this is the final move, if you will, or the final thing that someone could do before you roll initiative. You can potentially take an opportunity if you can think of anything that could give you an upper hand in any type of situation. You can potentially investigate. Um, but essentially, you are now in a, in a space where Lucy can't just walk out the door and, you know, be okay. Mm-hmm. Right? You are going to have to get your way out of here. So what do you do? At this point, if Lucy can't see something that she can punch or something that she can slash, something physical, um, I suppose she's going to resort to cast out evil? Okay. If it, if it truly feels like it's it's not like... It, it, at this point, if, yeah, if it feels like... Yo, there's something unnatural here. There's something spooky. Um, I don't know how this materializes. I'm assuming this is something like she's either like casting a spell or she's like reciting words that affect the monster in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what makes the most sense here. Um, I mean, hey, this, that's that's for you, right? Like, th- okay. that's not something that I decide. Like, you tell me what you want it to look like. So, okay, then it's probably a matter of, like, she looks around, she can't find anything, she looks at her sword, and, yeah, she just starts, like, reciting words, basically casting a spell, and the sword starts to glow a bit. And here's where I roll. <laughs> to let you know whatever, or to at least give you, like, a an idea of, of whatever I'm doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I got an 11. Wow. Okay. Um, uh, so for, sorry, or sorry for the record, I rolled an eight, but, um, I roll plus tough, which I have a plus three in, um, geez, which gives me yeah. that 11. Um, and wow. I mean, so let me, I mean, I don't, you may banish on a natural creature from your presence. Roll plus tough on a 10 plus it is banished on a seven of nine takes whatever, Either way, the creature is unharmed. Um, you have no... Oh, no, sorry. Oh, yeah, either way, the, the banished creature is unharmed. You have no control where it goes. This move may be used on unnatural hunters, e.g. the monstrous. 
Onimus, whatever. So, uh, what happens? <laughs> she starts reciting sure. words, the sword glows. Yeah. The sword glows, uh, and not only does the sword glow, but the little light in your hand also, I'm going to say also, just to kind of give it some okay. imagery of, you know, the, the kind of like light versus the dark kind of situation, Perfect. right? Your mm-hmm. light also unnaturally glows a little stronger. And this is very specific. The reason why I'm saying this is because I want it to light up your area more than what that light should be capable of. And you feel a rush of wind, but it is not from outside. It is from within the building you are in. And it... I don't know if Lucy would jump at this or not. I don't know if Lucy has any kind of form of jump scare, like, situation. I I don't know how phased she ever is. But, Graham, I'm going to tell you right now. Actually, I'm... This is one of those things where I know technically we don't roll, but I do have, like, a certain level of of, of things that are happening here, so I'm going to just roll to tell you uh, how many things go. Okay. Five separate things take... Well, honestly, they kind of take flight around you. Okay. They There's <laughs> two behind you, one to your right, uh, and two more essentially in front of you. There's one that was actually kind of essentially just outside the door. Um, it was like, I guess, kind of getting ready to potentially come in. You You barely see that one at all because it just sort of... Because it wasn't inside, you only see the movement as it passes in front of the door and also past the um, the window. Um, there is something that was... Again, I hate to keep using Spider-Man stuff, but you know that thing that Spider-Man can do where he's like hands and feet back up against a wall and he's mm-hmm. facing out almost like a gargoyle would, right, like into the room, and he's like up in like a corner, basically? Yep. Batman does it in Batman versus Superman 2, you know, kind of thing. Like, that's T-O-O, not... The number two, um, you know, it's like when you're kind of sitting up in a corner of a, oh. of a space. <laughs> the movie you know? got a sequel. <laughs> you know, where you're like in the corner of a space and you're just sort of like hanging from it. Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You, something comes from from there, from that top right corner of the room. Uh, something comes out from one of the bedrooms, basically off to the side, and you know, also darts for the door. Um, and two things come from behind you, basically where the back door is. Um, and like, you know, some, some of the other rooms behind you, they come, you know, uh, careening out back towards the, the front door. Uh, the reason why this, I don't know, again, if you would be startled by this or not, you see all these things, but Graham, there is no shadow. So you have all this light, but these things just, you don't really get to make them out, but they make a sound... Like a Nazgul, like shrieking, like... they. Sorry, they make a sound that just... It's like the voice equivalent of nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's this unnatural hiss, shriek kind of situation. Um, Not quite as bad as the witch uh, sound from uh, from the second (sighs) arc, the the arc that you were first Mm -hmm. in. Not quite that, but it is um, kind of otherworldly like it's a hiss it's there's still some sort of guttural almost emotion to it um it's it's just the furthest amount of disdain basically that you could imagine and they they just bolt they are out of there they do not fight you 
but they do take off very quickly. What do you do? Something, something, I can be killed by no man. I am no man. So I'm on a real Lord of the Rings trip right now. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I noticed with like Sting glowing over there. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, I love, I love just like the the, the, the back crawling sound that like the, the ring rates. Like, it's, it's not the ask what the ring rates make, but whatever. Right. I mean, I, it's an, yeah. yeah. Um, I, 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 upon this realization, uh, Lucy's probably like, huh? Okay. That was several of them. Um. So. Based off of just like the quick assumption, um, or or that quick observation. Sorry, are, are things now like returning back to normal? Like, obviously, yes, there's no more. No light. longer, you no longer feel as if you are not alone. That does not mean yeah. that there's not necessarily more of these somewhere else, yeah. or yeah, like yeah. around the building, but within the building, within this space right now, you are currently safe. Okay. All right, well, um, then let me work with haste. Uh, that desk that I was previously looking at, um, mm-hmm. you said there were computers or just files and such. Um, mm-hmm. I will try to gather what I can from that. Because <laughs> I'm assuming... Uh, sure, yeah. Um, I mean, again, the computer wouldn't have any power because there's no power here. Yep. Um, but there is a USB dongle. I'll let you take that yeah. with you. Perfect. Um and I will let you take. Uh, why don't you roll two d six and just just straight up and down? No, no, anything's just. Tell me what you get. Straight up and down, seven exactly. Okay, uh, you take three full folders with you that were just like on the counter, um, and there's one that's just a thing about, you know, this fall. Like, don't forget we have the you know like the upcoming. Uh, harvest day thing like it's Perfect. like a you know like some some stuff for like an event that's coming up um the other one is about making uh like they they need an intern that is not uh, a forest um i almost said fighter uh, but not that but like a ranger. forest ranger they mm-hmm. they do need someone to make some like graphics and stuff like that like it's a it's a bunch of memos about like we need to hire someone because yeah. you know people keep doing this one thing and we need to raise awareness of like what not to do when you're here. You're like, it's, it's like a safety fires. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ba- basically. But it's actually more about like wildlife. Um, Cause okay. they've, they've, they've noticed that there's been an uptick in, um, in like injuries and stuff like that recently. So they're like, Hey, clearly people are kind of agitating the wildlife. We need to just sort of get the word out that, you know, here's the, the proper way to sort of stay safe while you're out here. And, not disrupt things uh, because if it's like brown, they, lie down. If it's black, fight back. If it's white, you're fucked. <laughs> that's that's what they say in Lost, right? Uh, no, I think it's an S. No, it's it's not a SNL. Uh, where's that from? No, I, it was it was more of a joke because like there's a oh. polar bear for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like yeah, in Tunisia. I, you know why I love that? They never explain it. They just no, there's just no. a polar bear. Because that like, was cool, like thanks, the, JJ Abram. the second or third writing group wrote that in there and they finished mm-hmm. like the fifth or sixth different writing group so yep. they didn't know what they were thinking <laughs> it's not purgatory it is definitely surprising. yep cool so, i'll get on that i'll yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll so, recruit someone because clearly they need help mm-hmm. with that graphic cool, design cool. that's good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um spread the word and then 
the third and final folder that you get, the one that's a little bit thicker, is all of the incident reports and uh, a couple like missing flyers and stuff like that for hikers and campers and stuff like that who have recently been either injured, gone to the, uh, I almost said post office, gone to the hospital, (laughs) um, you know, with injuries or again, people who just never came home at all. Yep. Okay. Um, and there's there's uh, there's a good chunk of them, Ram. Six injury reports and eight missing. Okay. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. So now that you have all these things of information, you've kind of taken a glance through. Again, for the time being, you appear to be safe. What do you do now? Well, um, if there's nothing... There's nothing left in this cabin. I mean, I'm of course interested in that, which I'm gonna call it, in the, the, the guard tower. tower, just because mm. it's ominous and cool. I don't know. It could be nothing. Sure. <laughs> um, um. Do you walk? Do you jog? Do you sprint? What do you do? Like, how do you how do you get over there quickly? Or sorry, how quickly do you get over there? Is what I meant to say. Um, at this point, yeah, Lucy's probably uh, working with haste. Um, yeah, she's uh, lightly jogging. Sure, yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, and uh, yeah, so you know, you get to the tower there. Um, you see a like small generator near the foot of this. So it's like not directly. Uh, like uh, near the steps, it's kind of like slightly tucked away underneath it to kind of mm-hmm. keep it away from weather and stuff like that. But there is a yeah. there's a generator there, and it has a little blinking light on it. Oh, okay. Sorry, at, at a quick glance, does it look like it just serves the tower, or does it look like it also goes back over to the and just just the tower? It's not a okay. big generator. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, is it off or what's the blinking light? Uh, yes, it is off. Do you want to turn it on? Sure, why not? Let's turn it back on. Okay. Uh, you turn it on, and it, you know, you're like, it kind of takes a second to sort of sputter on, um, but once it's on, it's not crazy loud or anything like that. It's just, you know, it just takes a second to kick back into life. You can tell that it's been inactive for a little bit, um, and, you know, while looking down on it kind of thing, you can feel the like or see kind of across the grass in front of you um the sort of casual blinking as lights kind of attempt to sort of power back up okay. uh but the thing is is sorry the thing is though is that they continue to do that it's like a flickering light it's never fully back on it just continues to flicker and kind of sometimes go out for a brief second, then it kind of right. And there's a little um, kind of like a little light that goes above the door as well to go into it, and that's also flickering. Um, not as strong of a light, but it's you know it's on. Um, I'll take flickering at this point. Sure. All right. <laughs> so so then you is this go a up, spiral staircase to go up, or is it a ladder? Uh, no, it's like one of the kind of spiraling ones. Um, okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's tall, but, again, it, because of where it's strategically placed, it's not insanely tall. It's, like, maybe mm-hmm. two and a half stories kind of thing. 
um, because it's kind of near, not directly on a cliff, right? It's not directly on a cliff, but it's like nearby to one so that it can have, it's already got like a, a good enough view across everything. And obviously gotcha. you're not trying to look to the other side of the mountain because that would be, yeah, that yeah, would be so very tall. So exactly. you would just have another station on the other side of the mountain. Okay. Then, yeah, um, then with the lights still flickering, uh, yeah, make way to the top. You make your way to the top, and when you do, as you approach, as you come up to the top of the steps, you see a much different scene than what you saw downstairs. Whereas everything downstairs was just abandoned, it looked as if someone just sort of like walked out one day and just never came back. This location is different. The light that hangs from the ceiling one of the one of the supports for it has been broken, cut, something. So the light is just sort of dangling from the ceiling from only one support structure. And that's one of the reasons why it's flickering. It's kind of only half powered. It's attempting to stay lit, but you know there's some light sparks. Not like fire starting sparks. I mean like again like kind of more like a, it's a like a fluorescent light. So it's like trying to spark up internally kind of thing, but it's not fully clicking on. You can hear the as it's like trying to hum on and it's not catching. The door, um, which you couldn't see from the ground because it's on the side, the door is just open. Not wide open, but it is, you know, askew, ajar. And all across one of the windows is a large splash of blood and on the floor are two completely unrecognizable human bodies. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.